Are you a podcaster that's trying to get to the next level or trying to grow your brand as a show or content provider? Let me introduce you to Podcorn.com, who boot to the face would like to thank for sponsoring this week's episode. Before signing up with Podcorn, it was an obstacle to not only find sponsors, but to find a brand that matched ours. For a young or even an established podcast trying to make their mark, it can be very discouraging at times. That's why we at Boot to the Face are excited to be partnering up with Podcorn, where in a short period of time, we had a quick response and opportunities presented to us. The prospect of being able to find potential sponsors turned things around and changed the game for us. Because of this, we wanted to share this fantastic opportunity with you as well. Podcorn is a great opportunity to connect with different brands that fit your demographic. It doesn't matter the size of your show, as shows of all sizes can participate in the Podcorn Benefit. Their mission is to give podcasters transparency, creative freedom, and full control. A cool thing about Podcorn is there is no middleman. You will be able to search for and connect directly with the sponsors. The best part is that you will never lose the rights to your podcast and your brand, all while Podcorn helps ensure that you are protected and taken care of for the work that you do with each brand you select. So if you're looking to expand your brand, then look no further than this episode's show notes and click the link that will take you to podcorn.com where you can join us by signing up and starting your podcorn search today. Speaking to the macho man Randy Savage, you are nothing but garbage, yeah. Careful you don't hurt your neck again going through those ropes. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Welcome, Boot to the Face, episode 93. I am your co-host, Chris Rucker, along with Marty Vasquez, who's playing with his action figures in the background. Action figures, not dolls. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't tell my daughter that, because <laughs> apparently she does. Let's go ahead and start it off with some shit Layla says, besides that. Should I tell that one, too? Because I have I have another one. Because the one that, that, if it's the one Leanne posted, yeah, let's. So last night she's they're talking about something and my I'm trying to think what exactly the context it was in. Basically my daughter tells my wife, Well, are you gonna believe who are you gonna believe? Are you gonna believe me, your loving daughter, or are you gonna believe your loving husband who secretly doesn't love you? And she said it just like that, like very like ominous, like she knew something. And I like I'm not even paying attention. I just looked up like what the hell? And Leanne goes, what? And she goes, he secretly doesn't love you. So that's fine. That's fantastic. It's really not. <laughs> uh, was there something else that she said as well? Oh, just the dolls thing. Oh, like, yeah. I was, uh, I popped the plastic on three basics yesterday, like Bianca, Rock, and Roman. And she goes, is that the same doll that I have? I said, it's not a doll. It's an action figure. Well, it looks like a doll. She's even got hair like a doll. It's you look like you're game. about to get your ass kicked. <laughs> Can you brush it? 
No, you cannot. That shit stays still. But uh, I guess that never mind. That defeats his purpose because there's dolls that have fake hair too. So anyway, boot to the face episode ninety three. Starting off hot, Marty. Tell the people where they can find us and what's new in the world of Boots to the Face. Well, you can go ahead and find us um, anywhere you find your podcast. iTunes, Google Play, iHeart, Spotify, Spreaker's where our home is, uh, Full Press Radio. You can find us uh, anywhere you find your podcast. If it's not, if I didn't list it, we're probably still there. Um, just download, like, subscribe, listen share that's that's a key right there you know we can ask for likes and subscribe subscriptions all the time but share our shit man get share it with your friends if you have a friend or family member who's a wrestling fan share it say hey listen to these two jackasses listen talking about wrestling and whatever else happens pop up um you can also find us on instagram at boot to the face underscore and twitter at boot to the face um couple new things you were also our store went live yesterday uh, this Saturday uh, at whatamaneuver.net. Is it backslash boot to the face? The the uh, actual address is really confusing. So just go to whatamaneuver. Actually, we're on the home page. We'll probably be there for about a week until they get a bunch of new stuff. You just go to whatamaneuver.net, scroll down, and you'll see our two new shirts. If they're not there, then click the little tab on the left where it goes to products. Just go scroll to all the way store. down. And then go to Boot to the Face store, and both of our shirts will show up there. And you get a multi, a plethora. You get a plethora. That's the Three Amigos reference. You ain't ever watched the Three Amigos, and don't even worry about going to the fucking store. You get a plethora. plethora. If, she, if she doesn't know the Three Amigos, she's too young for you, bro. Yeah. You have a plethora of options for shirts. You got tank tops. You got hoodies. You got women's shirts. You got kids' shirts. You got heavy hoodies. You got light hoodies. You got onesies. And coming soon will be hats. Like, it's just... And then different colors. Like, some shirts have five to six colors. Some only have three. But there's different colors. There's different options. There's different everything, man. Some for everybody. And I've heard these shirts are really, really comfortable. So... The website we used to be on that we still have a store on, you would have to pay extra to get the really comfortable shirts. These you just get, and they're, you know, twenty two ninety nine. So it's a pretty good price, if I say so myself. Uh, yeah. I mean, even the sweaters, the hoodies, there's two different types of hoodies on there, two different materials. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I got a couple shirts, and I already got my hoodie on the way because I cannot wait. I am going to absolutely love it. Um, but since we're there, since we have another store, we have two other shirts, our classic shirts. If you haven't got the classic shirts and you still want two of the classic shirts, you can still go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Boot to the Face. And this week, actually starting the first, so Wednesday through the fourth, uh, you can actually get 20% off with code word America. So go both places. Motor Maneuver, get some new gear. Pro Wrestling Tees, get the classic wear. And you already did all the social media stuff, right? That's sir, I did. So, how was your week? Week went pretty well. I'm trying to think. I don't think I had anything too negative. Uh, I'm not gonna lie though. Like I had my two days off Thursday and Friday, and I went into them exhausted as fuck. Like you know what? I don't do anything really. That's like I don't. I don't do what you do. I don't live shit that much and everything. That my job is pretty easy. However, this week I did like move my entire showroom by myself. I move a bunch of shit around by myself and. Um, matches aren't the lightest thing to do. Um, <clears throat> but they, uh, 
it was just mentally exhausting, man. Like dealing with people who are idiots sometimes and like, all the Karens in the world. Like, you know what? I it's all about customer service. It's it's it is what it is. That's what we do. That's what I do. Um, I don't mind it. But there's some people it's like if you have this much issue, just stay home. Like if you're just out to hate the world, stay home. If you're just here to cause people tr- strife and like just cause issues and be bitter, stay home. They no one had time for that. Keep your ass at home. Get better, like mentally and emotionally and whatever shit you need to go through. But don't take that shit on other people. We're just here to help. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. For the most part, people are just there to help. That's what customer service is for. Not to abuse them. Just throwing it out there. Uh, other than that, pretty damn good week. Just chilled, relaxed, worked all week, had my days off. Didn't really do anything too crazy. Um, but yeah, that's... Did you get any random wrestling merchandise? I didn't. I, I did not get any random wrestling merchandise. Well, I got... Um, I did get something that I did order. Well, that you know, that's what in. I meant. That's what I meant. I mean, I it wasn't mean, random. It wasn't I didn't mean random. random. I meant, I, did you get anything? I mean, I selected it specifically. Because um, I got I got, I got, to rock the, the, the juice, man. I see that. I got, I got to rock the juice. It's freshly squeezed. It's freshly squeezed. Up Where's the blood orange? Ain't no, ain't did no you get that one? I didn't get that one. Ain't no coffee this morning. It's all about that juice. Orange Cassidy, man. Uh, man, we'll talk. We might talk about that a little bit later, but... Uh, yeah, man, got my got my my shirt from Pro Wrestling Tees finally showed up this week or AEW shop, whatever. I'm pretty sure the same thing um, showed up this week, uh, yesterday actually. And I'm like, oh snap, came in right time. I got um, stuff that wasn't for me. Well, I had the the crate that showed up that I ordered the tag team crate, and it had a couple of cool things in it. But I just want to say, like, all right, the stuff that was in that crate, there was a really cool Brainbuster shirt which I'm going to keep. There was a really cool revival shirt or fuck the revolution or fuck the rest or whatever they want to go by, but I don't like them. So I sent that shirt to uh, my boy. I'm there hoop. He loves them. He's one of the only people I ever hear talking about him. So I'm like, what size shirt do you wear? And he told me, I'm like, well, send me your address. I'll put this in the mail. Um, But it was tag team theme, right? And one of the teams advertised was Christian and edge or edge and Christian. You know they put a fucking plastic kazoo in there with That's their it? names on it? That, that was, was it? what that was what represented Edge and Christian. A fucking kazoo that like come on man, you put their name on it and people signed up for it and that's what you sent to them. And, you know, people are like, well, it was probably copyright and stuff like that. Well then don't fucking advertise them. Advertise somebody else where you can send something in there worthwhile. Like a lot of people probably bought that crate thinking they're gonna get a dope ass Edge and Christian shirt, maybe an eight by ten, or even the pen. The pen was cool. It was I mean, just like uh, I, about a year ago in the crate, they had a podcast crate and it had like there was two shirts in there. And one of them was Zack Ryder and uh, Kurt Hawkins from and their like their podcast. But it was like in the design of like Back to the Future. Uh, and then there was another shirt and it was the Edge and Christian, the E&C show, um, which that's WWE still associated. And but it was uh, that that was a pretty dope ass shirt that they said in there. Yeah. And too. So, I mean, that's. I mean, this, both the shirts. You get that shit for like five dollars or five hundred of them at Party City. Yeah, that's pretty much what they did, and they printed out Edge and Christian's name on it. I'm not gonna shit on the shirts though. The shirts are really good. This shit, like I said, if I was a fan of the revival, I would have kept that shirt, but I'm not, so I, I sent it off to Hoop. Another thing I picked up this week, um, 
as they say in the fig world, cost plus shipping. Our boy Petopolis was on the lookout for a hurricane figure. So I was at a Target and behind like 15 Billy K figures that were there was a hurricane. So it wasn't the chase, though, but it was the hurricane. So I hit up our boy Pete, asked him if he wanted it. He's like, yeah, I've been looking for it. I can't find it anywhere, you know, less than like 35 bucks before shipping. So I got it out to him, uh, put it in the mail yesterday. So he should have it by Tuesday, I believe. And then my wife bought something for the little future bearded master. And apparently Amazon's having trouble getting it there because it was supposed to be there Thursday. And it keeps saying it's delayed or whatever. So now she's about to jump their shit about where her package is. Dude, so I had a Chris Rucker mail issue this week Uh, back on May 4th, which is known as May the 4th be with you, Star Wars Day. Disney had a big sale. Um, I got like some of the, you know, like the the, I've been there mugs, like Starbucks. Mm -hmm. They had that before it was Empire Strikes Back. It's like the 40th anniversary kind of thing. And so I got a couple sets for me. It's one because I'm a display and one because, hey, man, they're limited edition. I'm going to turn one around one day. Um, but my cousin asked me to pick them up as well because he was at work and couldn't get on. So I'm like, yeah, I'll grab a set for you too. So I went through and ordered one. I got my sets a couple weeks ago. And I get this set yes, a couple days ago. And packaging is just smashed. Mm. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? There's glass mug, a porcelain mugs in this bitch. And I'm like, it's cool because like they have like the giant inflatable like bubble wrap in there and spacers kind of thing. So it's gonna be cool. I open it up and I can already hear like shaking. I'm like, oh fuck. Open one of them and it's got a giant crack in it. And there's like a piece of porcelain inside the cup, but that piece of porcelain doesn't come from anywhere in the cup. So they like they grabbed a shattered one and threw it in there and then shipped it off because that shit wasn't on there. Uh, like if it was part of the cup, it would fit into the cup somewhere, but it didn't. So I'm like, that's not even that doesn't belong to that one. So they shipped me a, a fractured one. Um, there was no bubble wrap in this fucking thing whatsoever or anything like space. I'm like, who the fuck packages shit? Like, oh, this is your third set. We're gonna. Did it come from Ringside Collectibles? <laughs> it came from Disney. Maybe they're in cahoots now. Maybe they got bought it. Maybe bought they bought them out. They buy them out. Yeah. Uh, but so I'm gonna send a thing on that shit because one, it's a collector item, and that thing all fucking bullshit, and it charge you out the ass, and make you wait for it. Um. So yeah, I had a I had a Rucker Mill incident this week. Yeah, man. It's. I sent my fiend back to Ringside this week finally because I was too busy to stop by. The store. So actually what I did was I ended up taking it to work with me and then just stopping at a FedEx office that was on my route. Go in. I did that. I got a confirmation email yesterday that said they're going to ship me off another one Monday. If that some bitch comes back and it's the same one that, <laughs> that I sent them, like, I, I, don't, I don't know. They will never get my business again. So it's it's make or break time for ringside. I see so many people out there that are like, oh, yeah, it shows up. It's always in perfect condition. And then I see people that are like, this is trash. Like, why do I need to pay for a plastic protector just so you get it to my house? You know, without yeah, I've seen a, a couple posts this week from people who got from that from them and the shit was smashed up. I'm like, damn, dude, that, that ain't cool. Like, what the fuck? Like people I said give, before, you're giving me. Are giving you your money? It's customer mm-hmm. service. Like, if I give you my money for something, I'm giving you because I expect something. Yeah. I can't find this shit in a store. If it was in a store, I'm not buying a damaged box 
unless I'm going to just ex- going to make a loose figure. Um, so why the if I'm going to go the extra and you're going to charge me premium prices because I'm going through you because you have them? The fuck, dude, get that shit straight. Well, let's talk about a good customer service experience that I had this week. Uh, Undisputed Title Belt or UndisputedBelts.com. They are who I use for fantasy football. When we did the Cavino and Rich League a couple times, I used them. So J-Bomb from Talkamania hit me up about wanting to get a belt for Trivomania. They've been talking about that for a while. So I reached out to Undisputed Belts, like, you know, asking them about possible partnership slash sponsorship. And the guy hit me back immediately. He was like, you know, right now with everything going on, we're not doing that. But if you want something and you want to order it, you know, I can hook you up. So he gave me a really good discount. Uh, me and J-Bomb go back and forth with emails and things like that for the Trivomania belt. And it's on order right now. They paid for it. Like I said, it was a really good discount. The customer service so far has been great. We don't know what the belt's going to look like. I mean, we know what we what we put in as the order, right? But we don't know how well they're going to do it. But I can tell you from experience, this company is really good. So shout out to UndisputedBelts.com. Uh, if you play fantasy football or any kind of trivia or fantasy baseball or anything like that, and you want a cool trophy to like pass around your league, I would go to them. I don't have a discount code because they're not doing partnerships, but just from them being a good company for me to give my money to, like I have no problem talking good about them. Like they did, they do really good business. This is his online Yelp review. Um, are we doing a fantasy football league this year? If there's a league, yeah, okay. shit, yeah, just making sure. Fuck yeah, just I always sure. do fantasy football. Just making sure. I mean, it might stop halfway through. You might have to expand the roster. Hey, that's fine because halfway through, I'm usually winning, and then the second <laughs> half happens, and I get my ass beat. I was on full press coverage uh, Wednesday for the NFC East preview, and this came up at the end. And I said, I wonder if they're going to expand the rosters because of COVID. Like, it makes you know. sense. Like, you, if you get three, four, or five people go down, then you're fucked. And so, right. And and like me, I like to tag team my quarterback and my running back together. That way, no matter what the play is, <laughs> you're getting some kind of points out of that team. You know what I mean? I always like to do that. Like if you do that and then COVID's going around the locker room, like you're down your first two starters right there. So I don't know how that's going to turn out. Well, I guess we'll see as we get closer to it. That's probably a question I need to ask uh, Roto Wire, whatever the hell his name is from ESPN. Maybe they can add that in. But hell yeah, we'll do fantasy football. I w- should we do a boot to the face fantasy football league? I think we should, man. I think we should. Didn't this we do something? We, we probably should. Well, we did a podcast one, but I mean, just like boot to the face and listeners. If we got 10 people that want to jump in and and be the boot to the face fantasy football champion. Um, oh, I'm down. Yeah, I'm down. So if you've, you're heard it here, you've heard it here, send us your interest. If you're listening, let us know. We will definitely. Uh, I mean, we only need 10 teams, maybe 12. We get it in there. We all throw 25 bucks in the pot or something. Maybe get a belt. Maybe do just cash, you know, how, however, we'll talk about it. We'll talk what, about it. What? A boot to the face merch bundle pack? What? What? I got a bunch of shit I need to give away, too, because this past week, Marty, we got the contract on Monday. So now we're just waiting on all the... You ever bought a house before? How fucking annoying this is? 
I, I've never bought a house before, and kind of because of how annoying it is, but also because I get moved all over the place, and I've been in like two states in a bunch of different cities over the last five years, six years, uh, eight years. Fuck Home Depot. Yeah, they moved me all over the place. Um, yeah, so I just I don't I don't haven't bought a house yet because I'm always on the move. Man, this this is like like we've been pre-approved, right? We've turned in all our financials. They ran our credit, blah blah blah. They've given us this. You can you can spend up to X amount of money, and this is how much it's going to cost. All that's done. The people who have the house, they have accepted our offer for a really good price that I am excited that they accepted it for. <laughs> right. So why do we got to wait 30 days? Like, it seems like every four or five days, the mortgage company hits me up and they're like, Hey, this is what we need to do now. Like we couldn't have did this shit Monday. Like you call me Friday at four forty-five and tell me that I need to turn some shit in that I can't get done now until Monday. So now you're making me wait over the week. It's just, it's they're so like hard. fucking prosecutors, man. They're trying to, they're trying to catch you slipping. Just so it's they can screw you over. That's the way it kind of goes. Like, let me be honest. If everything goes through, then there's no reason why the quick sale can't just happen. And boom, you're in and out. Yeah. The guy's but like, oh, if, we- hey, you know what? If, if, if both parties agree to everything, guess what? Do it. Make that shit happen. But I mean, I know we got to do appraisal. We got to do inspection and all that. I can get all that shit done within the next week. Like, that ain't going to take anything. But anyway, just a hey man, you, uh, you spent you spent fifteen hundred dollars this week. We're going to uh, reevaluate your financials. Can yeah. you, you need to send this over to us now? Yeah, I spent that fifteen hundred dollars because I had to pay rent again, asshole. Because you <laughs> won't sell me the fucking house. <laughs> anyway, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a short break. When we come back, we'll finally get into some wrestling talk, and we got a lot to talk about. I mean, just looking at the docket, we got. Nikki Cross is number one contender. Bailey and Sasha, Braun Strowman, Undertaker retires, which happened last week, and we didn't even get to. Charlotte's injured. Uh, Tessa Blanchard's fired. She's the world champion. Damn man, quit teasing everything. Let them stay around. They just gonna want be people gone. to stick around. They sat through this bullshit you, for the past twenty. You just minutes. said Tessa Blanchard. Oh fuck, we're out. We're, we're pieces. Deuces. <laughs> All right, so we'll be back right after this short break here on Boot to the Face, episode ninety three. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Boot to the Face, episode 93. Chris Rucker, Marty Vasquez, Atlanta to L.A., Roland Heights to Woodstock to be technical. Uh, what's the weather like out there, Marty? We were supposed to get that big fucking dust cloud, and I'm looking outside now, and the sun's shining, and I'm going to play golf tonight for uh, Twilight, about 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So while you're at work, Marty, just know I'll be teeing off what time are you going playing Twilight? 5.30. Oh, yeah. I'll still be at work for about another hour. Yep. You When you look up and say, I got an hour left, you know, damn, that motherfucker's standing on the first tee at Fairways of Canton right now. <laughs> Maybe I'll send you a picture. Uh, much appreciated. Much appreciated. Uh, it's actually not too bad. It's been, it's been kind of weird. It's been kind of gloomy and chilly in the morning, but then like four hours later, it's hot as fuck. Um, like. It goes from being, oh, hey, we're going to, like, tease Antarctica, and then we're going to just flip that bitch and turn it into hell. Um, that's kind of where it's been, being between, like, 75 in the morning and then, like, 80 to 90 midday. <clears throat> so that's it's kind of been – it's been nice, though. It hasn't been, like – we don't – certain areas, like, where I'm at, it's not too much humidity, so it's, it's just, like, a warm heat, so it's been kind of been nice. Um, but, yeah, not too bad. We didn't get anything too crazy. Nice thing is you're going golfing today. That's cool. I'm going to the bar today for the first time in three months. Mm. Like I get out, like when I get off work, we're gonna a couple of us are gonna meet up, 
because we haven't gotten together after work in like since like February. So we're like, oh yeah, let's uh let's go to the and I haven't gone to the bar since the week everything closed down because my that was my birthday weekend. So we went to the bar that weekend and then everything shut down two days later. So yeah, it's been it's been about three months. So definitely going to be nice to get out and have some drinks and watch some TV. I don't know what's going to be on because there ain't no sports going on right now, but. Maybe that was Premier Premier League playing or something. Golf will be on. <clears throat> and hey, you got a designated driver for the next like six months. <laughs> that 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 is true. <laughs> Let's get into some wrestling. The news came down last week. Again, we didn't talk about it, but via the last ride on what a way to like announce it too. Well, we didn't talk about it because it happened like right after we got off air. It was like, oh shit, that just came down. Son of a bitch. Yeah, it it happened. Officially, but the word came out like before we recorded. Oh. I just kind of ignored it because I don't. I I tried my best to stay away from spoilers. Like I, it's hard not to. But uh, but the word came down last week. The Undertaker has unofficially officially retired. What are your thoughts on the Undertaker's retirement, his career, just everything that encompasses the Undertaker? I love the Undertaker. I always have. I um. I mean, he was my—he was a big part of wrestling as I grew up. When I was a kid, um, when it got to my teen years, he kind of was like the one person that's kind of like lingering around through different eras. That you know, after the Rock and Austin left, um, Jericho kind of went on hiatus. You know, I wasn't ever really a Triple H guy, so Hunter, or Undertaker kind of as I was like coming around to like Cena and stuff like that. Undertaker was there, and he kind of was like that that bridge for me to like kept what I used to like and what I like and, and still kept that there to keep me, keep me going. Um, <clears throat> I love all the characters. I love everything about Undertaker. Has he gone along a little too long? Absolutely. But who hasn't? Um, I mean, you know, Ric Flair has been wrestling for like 60 years and he still rests. He was still wrestling a couple years take ago. Shots at Flair. Hold on. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just getting to a point. Like he was wrestling a couple years ago he wasn't wrestling at a high level. Um, Undertaker comes out for one or two matches a year. Uh, and, and he had that couple of years where it was like really bad. But let's be honest, he has like, the last couple of matches haven't been too bad. And they've actually been pretty pretty entertaining to me. To me. Um, so do I th- here's the thing, though. I don't think he's done. I don't give a shit what anyone says. Whether WWE announces, whether they make a big thing about it. Uh, he's coming back. There's going to be another match. It's it's without that the fact that he was he was done wrestling and he didn't have feel it for it anymore um yeah i i still think he's going to get the itch and he's going to want something special it's, this is what's going to do it's going to make his return when he comes back it could be 6 months from now it could be a year from now it could be 3 years from now uh his return is going to be that much more special because it's not going to be oh here comes undertaker for another wrestlemania match because Undertaker for another Saudi match, what's going to happen, Undertaker? It's not. It's going to because it's not going to happen anymore. It's not going to happen as often, if at all. So when it does happen, I think it's going to have some more validity to it and mean more. You know, you talk about Brock Lesnar; he's never there, but when he is, it means something more. Um, I don't think Undertaker. I don't think if we get any more matches, maybe one, maybe two, um, at the most, but. I think we still. I think you still see him at this moment. He's not feeling it. He's had a lot going on this last year. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he just takes some time back and then gets the itch and he comes back. 
I didn't watch the last ride, any of them. So I, I don't know what his injury situation is and all that. But what I do think, I think what you're saying may happen in the future is what's happened since the Roman Reigns match. I think the match with Roman was supposed to be his retirement match. And he's gotten the inch a couple times since then and has came back and is completely like shit on his legacy with awful match after awful match. And I think, honestly, I think the Roman people like the shit on the Roman match. There was a couple like little mistakes here and there, but that match wasn't bad. It was what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be Roman, the new guy, putting the old guy out to pasture. Like that's what it was supposed to be. And that's what it was. You could clearly see Taker couldn't keep up with Roman. To me, that was the story that they told, but everybody else that, you know, is too smart to for their own good completely shit on it. I well, think that should have been as to add with that real quick before you, you make your next statement. Uh, and it's even said in, in the last ride. I didn't really watch last ride. I just kind of followed along with commentary. Um, and I've seen it even I've seen this before coming from articles and from interviews with him. Uh, he, he people are shooting on the match because it was a bad. They say it's a bad match. They're going on that because Undertaker talks about how he feels it was a bad match. Not for not because of Roman or because because against Roman, but because he couldn't go. Like he was dropping the ball and he dropped the ball on the match and he feels he let the uh, the fans, the WWE and Roman down by what he did in that match because he couldn't keep up. Um, now, given, yes, that's the story that was told. I think that's that kind of whether that was intentional or not. Obviously, it wasn't. That's kind of what what the perception of it was going to be anyways and what it should have been. Um, but I think a lot of people like shit on him because the Undertaker wasn't happy with it. So. Mark fans are going to shit on it because, oh, hey, Mark Calloway says it's a horrible. He did horrible on it. Can't say it's a good match then. I don't know. I, I think that was a perfect way for him to go out. Just him trying to keep up with the new young lion and the old lion gets put out to pasture. I think that should have been his last match. Obviously, it wasn't. So his last match now is the Boneyard match. And I, you know, again. If that's the way you're going to go out, what better way than, you know, you riding off on your motorcycle after whooping AJ Styles ass and burying him. And that's it, man. Just hang it up. Don't come back. Like now that you're out of character completely, like he spent his entire life or wrestling career keeping kayfabe alive, which I don't even like saying that shit because I'm not a wrestler, but he spent his entire career like being protective of his character. And now he's out there all the time doing his political stuff, hanging out at Dallas Cowboys training camp, shit like that. So it's hanging time, out man. Cool while she hangs yeah. out. It's time. You know, I think, I think he's done. I, like I said, I think his retirement match was the, the Roman match. And these last like 10 have been his swan songs, if you will. And I don't think you'll see encore. him wrestle again. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you'll see him wrestle again. That's uh, yeah. I hope we don't. I'm not an undertaker guy. So I don't like this whole, celebrating of the dead man on SmackDown this week was fucking lame as hell to me. Like, I agree with King Corbin. King Corbin was talking to his ass. King Corbin was speaking the truth, and them damn hooligans came out there and jumped him. They for beat no that reason. ass. Damn. Bunch All of, of them. Just, bunch of fucking thugs. There, there's a comment I would make, but in a lot of the situation, the current situation state, probably not going to say. Bunch uh, of damn thugs. But they, 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 they took one. From from Corbin, that damn pot smoking hippie Matt Riddle comes out <laughs> there 
<laughs> With no he came in, the, he came in the ring because of Kofi. Kofi called him in. Whatever. He, he just stood there until Kofi called him in. Whatever. And can King I just say, Corbin. Big E is just too freaking big to be doing fucking splits, man. Big don't E doing, is... Don't, don't be doing those splits on the ropes right there, fucking junk shotting us. Like, come on, he bro. He is so fucking funny on the New Day pod, man. Fucking like, I... Put the rocket on Big E and send him to the top. Like the fact that he's that entertaining as he is, I wonder if he could just be like a. I know he wasn't NXT, but I wonder if he could just be like a monster heel and be a heel world champion and just have everybody hate him because you want him to be entertaining. And if he just turned all that shit off like that, but I also don't want the New Day to break up. So I was gonna say, if you do that, you have to have the New Day break up. Uh, unless you go Kofi and stuff like that to go heal, but speaking of that, like, because <clears throat> he could easily, like, that would be the prime opportunity. Like, talking about like MVP and him getting a faction together. Like, if if the New Day were to lose the titles, it would be the perfect time for him to turn on Kofi and join up MVP and be a heel. No, Bobby Lashley. I'm just saying. I don't want the New Day to break. I know they've been together say, forever. I didn't say I want them to break up. They should. Some there's some tag teams that just shouldn't break up. They're one of them. I'm just saying, if there was even a time, this would be it. No, I'd rather the whole New Day just turn heel and cheat okay. for him to win. That's fine. Go too. back to the days where Kofi was coming out threatening to fight people's kids in the front row. <laughs> you remember that? I will yes. fight. I will come to your house and fight your children. I, I feel that energy, Kofi, because when my daughter called my action figure doll the other day, like I was ready to square up. So I, I feel you, Kofi. I feel you on that one. Uh, we have a new number one contender for the WWE SmackDown Women's Champion. She will get her shot at Extreme Rules. She won a fatal four-way, I believe, this past Friday, won Nikki Cross, and there was a video put out after where there was a little hint of jealousy. From Alexa Bliss. So, Marty, one, two questions I got for you. One, do you think Nikki has a shot to win the title and dethrone Bailey? And two, do you think if she does or if she doesn't, Alexa gets jealous? And this is, we talked last week about the iconics and Sasha and Bailey breaking up. Is this going to be the first team to break up with somebody turning? I think Sasha, I think, I think Bailey, or I think Nikki does have a great chance to dethrone. Uh, Bailey, I think it would be getting the newer talent over. Uh, it'd be a surprise because I don't think anyone really expects ba- or Nikki to beat Bailey. Um, but hey, if Sasha is a two belter, or you know, why not take the belt off of Bailey? And then Bailey gets jealous, and now Bailey gets mad at Sasha. Um, but yeah, I definitely if 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 Nikki gets a title, ba- Alexa. Is definitely turning on her. Uh, I have a feeling that Alexa may even turn on her before she even gets title. I have a um, feeling Alexa is going to cost her the championship, and Nikki Cross is going to lose her shit and go back to crazy Nikki Cross, and that's going to be a feud to go. Which for is the next fantastic because we're going to get we're going to get crazy Nikki and heal Alexa, and heal Alexa is best Alexa. So that I think that feud would be fantastic. I agree with you. Uh. Bailey and Sasha just we talked about this last week. Um it was announced that Sasha challenged well, it wasn't announced. Sasha challenged Oscar on Monday Night Raw 
for the Raw Women's Championship coming up at Extreme Rules. And then over the weekend, it was announced on social media that at the Great American Bash NXT, Sasha will fight Io. Marty, are they reading our tweets? Are they listening to us? Because as soon as Sasha and Bailey were on NXT and Io attacked them, somebody on this podcast was like, Give me Sasha versus EO like right now. What does that mean? Inject it into my veins and all that shit. Like I would pay good money to see that. And now out of nowhere, that's the match we're getting. So first off, are they listening to us? And secondly, how good are Bailey and Sasha carrying this company through the pandemic era? Male or female, they're doing the best work out of everybody right now. Uh, they are listening. They're always listening. Let's be honest. Uh, two. Well, we are the greatest wrestling podcast ever. Exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, they're doing a fantastic job of carrying the division. Uh, and the 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 biz, the brand, like the company. Um, there there was other people. It's put this way: since the pandemic happened, there's been different people to carry. It's like every month there's a different person or a team carrying the the, the torch, so to speak. Like the first month. It was all Street Profits. Like, let's be honest. It was Street Profits were carrying the torch. They were on TV. They were doing it. They were high, highest level. Month two, it was Drew McIntyre, and he was just dominating everything. His promos, his screen time, his matches. It was like we were talking then. You know, Drew McIntyre is having the best part of his run right now. Street Profits are having are meeting their peak right now. And this month, come month three of this quarantine, it's Sasha and Bailey's turn, and they're doing fantastic. And I think when you compare them to the last two months, they're definitely holding that brand or that company up at a higher level than what you know Drew McIntyre and the Street Profits did before her, before them. Um, I, and I'm not, I'm not a, a Sasha Banks fan, and I think she's doing fantastic. Uh, she, in question, she's beaten Oscar. Tw- she got the pin on Oscar twice in the last month. Is that is that correct? Oscar, or, yeah, Has she beat Oscar at all? Like no. tag team match or no. nothing? No, right? No, she's so, pinning like Alexa Bliss. So where the hell does she come in to get a title match against Oscar? Because she's because a tag team champion. They were, they were just she's bitching and complaining wrong. about Charlotte being thrown in the mix for no reason, and now obviously she comes in the same episode she and says, "I want a title her. match." She challenged her, Marty. She challenged her. I'm just saying. Well, let's let's go a little bit behind the curtain. Like, who else are they gonna have fight Oscar at Extreme Rules? I mean, there is nobody else. So there you go. That's why. Because you got an MVP over there on SmackDown with blue hair that is just killing the game right now. So why not? And honestly, well, I mean, that's the reason right there. That's the reason right there. She's a SmackDown wrestler. But she's a tag team champion. So she she can defend the tag team championship, the tag team titles. They also have to. that rule where you can go somewhere four times okay. per wrestler every year. So, so she's gonna lose. She hasn't even used her rule, but she's just over there. She's like, "Oh shit!" While I'm here, what's up, Oscar? What's popping? You you, you want to fight? Like you want to put the title on the line? And of course, Oscar came out there like, "Yeah, I do." And now she's gonna lose. Sasha Banks. So we talk about Sasha Banks has been the most underrated member of the Four Horsemen. Or underrated, not, not, not uh, underrated, but like under, undervalued, un, underachieved. If yeah. that makes sense, well, um, she's the what, undercompensated champion, undercompensated compared to the other three. Yeah, the other three have you know, all won. Bailey, Becky have the reign, 
the right. timelines where Sasha has the, the the amount or the quantity. The, all well, of them have either won Money in the Bank or the Royal Rumble. How um, do you get Sasha Banks to be have a, a one a hey I did this portion of that tag team champion NXT champion Raw Women's champion? Oh, so you wanted to beat Eo? Sasha three bouts. I don't want her to win it, but that's definitely one way to get her. That's well, I don't think hey. her and Eo's match is the NXT title match. I think it's just a match. No, I'm pretty sure it is. Everything I saw, it was just a match where Sasha just called her out, like, bitch, I run NXT. I'm the landlord and rents do. <laughs> okay. And I I love that promo. Oh yeah, so, as it's just a singles match. That doesn't make sense. That's lame. Yeah, it's just a it's just a specialty match for the Great American Bash. And that's and so Great American Bash night one starts this week. I will talk about it later. Yeah. Anyways. Uh before we go to break, let's talk about this. Charlotte is injured. Um she had a, a write off this week with Nia Jax, and here's why I didn't like what I didn't like and i was accused of just being like a charlotte hater which i am like i'm not gonna fight you on that one but make it make sense like they promoted oscar as not being able to defeat charlotte like her entire career charlotte's always got her number charlotte always beats her and the one time oscar wins you have nia Jax attack charlotte beforehand attack her shoulder and then have oscar barely eke out a victory that doesn't sit well with me like if you're going to write Charlotte off TV and you want your champion to look strong, just have Oscar beat her ass in the match. Have Oscar put the lock on her and have her tap out and say she got injured doing that. You don't have to have some fake fight at the beginning where she swings too hard at Nia Jax and throws her shoulder out and give her an excuse. Like, Charlotte's a heel. Why are we protecting Charlotte constantly? Give Oscar her moment. Let Oscar beat the shit out of Charlotte. And she will be over even more as a champion. Everybody's already bringing in the credibility of her championship reign because Becky, quote unquote, handed her the title. So why not just have her make us make Charlotte tap out? Like, why do we have to protect Charlotte? Well, then why do we have to protect her? I mean, Nia Jax said it, and the um, the truth speaking. Boy, if they from ain't a- pot calling the kettle black, talking about family getting you into business, and you're only well, here no, 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 family no, no, and all that. No, no, hold on. She I mean, was saying she's got. She wasn't she related has. to a certain Samoan. She, she gets what she has and is given all these opportunities and titles and all this shit because of who her daddy is. That's correct. Let's be honest. Now, okay. hold on. Now, uh, wait, hold wait, on. wait. Let me hold ask on. you something. Let me ask you something. If if Dana Brooke punches Becky Lynch in the face during that melee and breaks her nose and gets her out of Survivor Series, does Dana Brooke still have a job? Probably not. Oh, but they made a damn storyline out of it with Nia Jax. She's a face breaker. Well, Why? Nia Jax, Nia Jax Why? Vince because they got, a, they got a call from a Hollywood area code that was like, Vince, I know she fucked up, but if you ever want me to come do a run in at WrestleMania again. <laughs> if you want me at Survivor, or do you want me in, in L.A. a year from now, you'll make this shit go away. Yeah. Uh, but listen. Uh, Yes, she got in the door because of who her family is. It's not just because of Dwayne. She's got other members of her family that are there also. Um, but she's not given everything like like Charlotte is. Charlotte is literally given everything because she is literally the female Rick. But she's better than Nia Jax. I'm not saying why. she's not. I'm, uh, 
I mean, look, yes. I, we can sit here and we can fight about Charlotte all the time. Charlotte is really good. Should she be shoved down her throat the way she is? No. But if you're going to shove somebody down the fans' throats, that's a woman's wrestler, it probably should be Charlotte. Like, she looks the part. She can go in the ring. Her promos are trash. But she checks two of the three boxes. So, And I don't want to sit here defending Charlotte. But I'm not just going to say that all of it is because of who her daddy is. She definitely got her shot because of that. But she probably works harder than anybody else, too, because she's she's really fucking good. I hate okay. saying that. I, uh, I got to drink something now. Hold on. Excuse me. Charlotte Flair. So, yeah. Anyway, it, yeah, I agree with you. That's, that was a, a cop-out way to do it. They should have let uh, – they should have just let, let – Oscar beat her and make her tap and say that she broke her collarbone mm. without twisting around her trying to get out of the hold. And then she flipped that bitch again. And I'm just saying flip the bitch, like just like turn it, not, not, not calling Charlotte that. Yeah, tread lightly there, buddy. Cause we're in some sensitive times now. Now, you know, anytime you, you know, flip the bitch is a, is a term, not, not calling anyone a name. Uh, but she, she, she flipped that around and she, the easy, they, and got it in deeper the last time when she tapped. They could easily said that that's she freaking broke her collarbone. You want Oscar to look like a monster of a champion and gets her move over. Broke her collarbone. If my, she my move, did what she did was so awesome. I have strong style in me, and I broke Charlotte Flair's shit. So she puts that move on the same way she did with Becky, and just snap Charlotte's collarbone in half. It puts her move over and it puts her over. But alas, we got it the way we got it. Um, let's take a break and then we'll come back and talk some wrestling news before we get out of here. Boot to the Face episode 93. Stay tuned. Welcome back. Boot to the Face episode 93. Let's get into some wrestling news, which there's a lot of right now. We got the Speak Out movement going around Twitter where all kinds of wrestlers are being called out for being just fucking creeps and perverts and pedophiles and rapists. And the thing that irritates me the most out of all this, we, we didn't plan on getting into this, but I'll speak on it real quick. The thing that irritates me the most, well, I shouldn't say the most, but one of the things that's just chapping my ass is the fans on social media that are defending these people just because they're their favorite wrestlers. Like it reminds me of, People get mad at me because I don't like Hulk Hogan because he came out and said he was a racist. And it's like, just because he can do a fucking leg drop and rip his T-shirt off, I'm supposed to forgive him for telling me that I'm less than what a normal human being should be. Like, these people are drugging people, making them do shit against their will. Like, all kind of, like, the stories that we've read. And one reason that we talked about that we didn't want to, like, delve into it because we don't know what's true and what's not yet. But I will not sit here and assassinate the character of a victim that's claiming that they're doing stuff. We don't know which victims are telling truth. We don't know who aren't. But for you to get your Twitter fingers ready and to call somebody a liar and hit sin and tell somebody they're a piece of shit because they're speaking what they think is their truth is fucking wrong. And for all you perverted fucking wrestlers out there taking advantage of women and even other male wrestlers like. There's there's no place in that not in not for wrestling but in the world man get yourself some fucking help fucking creeps anyway I think you said it all right there uh, speaking of creeps Velveteen Dream let's talk about him 
Uh, nice transition. We don't know. We don't know what's true, what's not about what's going on with him. But uh, read some reports this week that time might be running out on the Velveteen's run in WWE. And then some kind of way he got into a car accident the other day. Uh, he was in the hospital yesterday in a yeah. car accident. You know those fucking uh, ice cream trucks with no windows don't have seatbelts in them, so it's a horrible time to make a joke. I I'm sorry. I, <laughs> that's fucking awful. That's trash. <laughs> that's really trash. Um, fuck. Uh, you know, I'm, I went to NXT Atlanta a little over a year ago, and Velveteen Dream was there. We were all standing outside, and everybody got off the bus and something about him rubbed me the wrong way that day. And I've said it on social media before. And people like call me crazy and tell me, well, he's this and that. He's the next, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but personally, that little bit of run in that I had with him just rubbed me the wrong way. And so I've always not liked him um, just because of that. But to hear the shit that he's been accused of, again, we don't know what to believe. We don't know what's true. If it is true, man, he he needs to be released. So I don't know what the news is. You go ahead and tell me why I'm ranting. I don't know the news either. I just see that a bunch of different reports. Um, obviously, things that have happened in the past that have come out with him over the last three months. Um, but I just keep seeing reports that he's that his his release is probably coming soon, and his run with WWE is almost done. It's, I, from what I see is it's not just that it has other, other metrics that are going into too. backstage heat, um, his person, his personality with people, um, how he's interacting with management possibly. Um, it's just, I've seen a few different things. I don't think it's just one specific item. I think that some of the stuff that's happened and what's going on right now in the industry is probably the trigger mark. But I think there's some other things that are, kind of tapping that nail in. And I think that the accident this week, they didn't release what happened or why or how it happened, but depending on what happened with it, that could have been the final tap on that nail. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. I don't, I, I, I'm surprised that he's been around. He's still been around this long into everything. Um, yeah. I, if, if you have what said is true, um, even if there's any legitimacy to it, I mean, they were quick to let other people go, people that aren't really names. So they, if they stand behind somebody because of a name, then that's going to look bad for the WWE. Mm. It's a thing way. we talked about. You mentioned already Hulk Hogan. When shit happened, Hogan, they fucking took his name off everything. Valveteen Dream is not Hulk Hogan, uh, and what he's done does not deserve, if it's true, does not deserve to be hidden, covered up, or back behind behind the company. Um, it definitely needs to to go. Um, and since we're kind of talking about this, and we made a couple references as far as like, dude, maybe we should have made that comment. Like, let's, let's tread lightly here. Can we talk about AEW real quick? Like, there was a couple times. If, if you never thought JR needed to go, this week's episode of Dynamite, was proof that JR needs to go. I mean, there's comments he made. I'm like, did he just say that with the given situation? Like, there was a time when uh, Britt Baker gave Tony something. He read it. And he's like, that's your girl. That's your girl, Tony. It's about time to take her back behind the shed. Like, did, did he just say that? Did he say take her behind the shed? Because we all know what that means. 
so the, and he said another comment too about somebody else, another female wrestler. And I'm like, JR, JR said, like, if you didn't think he had to go before this, uh, and you're going to get behind everyone else that needs to go, it's like, if you're going to talk shit about, about the king and his sexist comments and his comments he makes, JR makes the same shit, but in a different tone and a different manner, it's no different. Like it's 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 the same fucking content. Uh, once I heard that, like you know what, it's whatever. But given the light of the situation of everything going on, telling Tony to it's probably time to take it back behind the shed probably isn't the wisest thing to be said right now on national TV. I wonder if they're scared to tell Jr. that because he says so much questionable shit. I wonder if they, not even just Jr. Let's 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 delve into this a little bit. I wonder if AEW is too much of a friend company. To where they actually talk about the hard stuff that needs to be talked about. Like, hey, you can't say this kind of shit on TV. Hey, you don't need to be tweeting this kind of shit at this time about what's happening in the world. Like, we don't want to control you, but we're also a fucking million dollar company. And we're not going to let your shitty opinions, you know, fuck with our money stream. So I wonder if they even talk about like, do they have a guy like, you know, we talked about him earlier, the undertaker. Do they have a guy in the locker room that could pull a motherfucker aside and say, Hey, you need to calm the fuck down. Yeah. Like, like do they have like bat, like locker room leadership there? I mean, I know they got Arn Anderson, but Arn Anderson ain't, ain't whooping nobody's like who's scared of Arn Anderson in 2020. You know what I mean? Like, so that's my question. Like who's, who's their guy. And we don't know that we don't, we don't know what does and doesn't happen back there. Yeah. But. And that's the thing. Like there's guys like, I mean, like Jericho, like that should be a guy who's doing that shit. Um, but you're not seeing anything. I mean, his boy got suspended, and you haven't seen anything said or anything about that. Um, what a I fucking idiot, by the way. Right? And I've been on this fucking podcast talking about how good I think this guy is. Just last week, I said he would probably be the biggest star in the inner circle, blah, 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 the whole nine. And then this comes out. Like, what kind of shit you go on a podcast and say you want to rape somebody? Like, use some fucking common sense. Even if you claim, oh, that was a part of the culture that we used to say, you still don't go on somebody's podcast where you're being recorded and say something like that unless you just don't give a fuck. Boom. Doesn't give a fuck at all. Like, I, here's, a, here's the thing. I don't care what you say. If you, you, There's a couple things that are never part of the culture. And rape? Is definitely not one of them. The, the, I don't. I don't care what demo you're in, what generation you're in. Rape has never been part of the culture at all. Like you got to be some kind of stupid fucking moron to say some shit like that that people are listening to, but that there's gonna be an audio file to be held later. Now, how like, about that just fucking fuck, dumb? Are, is your name fucking Billy Bush? Like, are you fucking kidding me right now? How about the dumbass podcaster? That's an interview. Like, I, you know, I let people say what they want for the most part. All right. When I do interviews. But if I was in that interview and that motherfucker said something like that, I, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, we, we don't talk like that on this show. Like, if you want to leave and don't do the interview, we can cancel this shit right now. But you're not going to talk about shit like that. on. And this guy's like, oh, that's so funny, man. Tell us more. No, cocksucker. Quit. Anyway. I mean, you start talking about fucking bad whiskey mixing, and, I'm, and I stop you there. So you best be, and you know, 
definitely going to stop someone that's talking about rape. That's just trash. Trash behavior. Shame on you, Sammy G, and whatever sorry-ass podcast that was. Definitely wasn't this one. Uh, these next three topics, we're going to tie them all in together, Marty. COVID and WWE and AEW running wild. The WWE simultaneously is searching for venues away from full sale to get fans back in the arena. And NXT UK possibly close, closing down operations. They've suspended all recordings and all wrestling uh, indefinitely because a lot of those guys are getting fired because they were rapey. Yeah, I mean, that's basically what it is. They're removing themselves from the situation. Um, I think that's the best thing forward. Uh, it sucks. It does. And I think that's also I – think, I think that – Here's the thing. We've talked about you asked that you asked that question a couple weeks ago. You know, is NXT UK shutting down? Like, are they closing? We haven't seen much from that. And I think they were kind of starting to ease their way out of it. And then this shit happened. And I think they said, you know what? Fuck it. Wipe our hands clean. Let's just start over fresh. And I think that's one reason why we've seen, been seeing like Finn Balor more and more on NXT Weekly because he he left and was going to be UK. Like that's what his focus was going to be. And ever since something started going downhill with NXT UK, they said they basically like bring Balor back, like keep him his ass over here, uh, which sucks. Uh, hopefully they bring some of the talent, that, you know, that that's over there to the States when they can, because uh, it sucks. It, it's a development program. I mean, there's a lot of British wrestlers who are good talent. Uh, it just sucks at the given situation out there, which is stupid as fuck. Like, come on, England, get your shit straight, man. Shit, shit doesn't get done like that unless it's fucking encouraged or been open to it for so long. You're one of the oldest fucking countries in the con- in the world. Get your shit straight. Keep your people in mind. Um, but seriously, like it's, I mean, it's with everything going on with COVID right now and things happening now. It's probably wise to shut them down because at this moment, with everything going on, they probably are hemorrhaging the business right now. So what about WWE looking for outside venues? Like, where are they trying to go? Because right now in Florida, you would think is the one place they could go with people actually there. Um, cases in the United States of COVID are going up. Like, And I know your president said, oh, well, if we just quit testing people, the numbers will quit going up. But like the shit ain't getting any better. And then you got people debating whether or not they should not debating, but vehemently fighting against wearing masks and trying to protect themselves. So how is WWE supposed to put? I'm not going. If they announce that NXT is going to be at uh, center stage down here where only like a couple hundred people fit in and they're only allowing 50 people, you know who those no 50 people are? You no know who won't be there? Yeah, this fucking guy. Like, I'm not going. I see how people act in Walmarts and Targets and liquor stores and stuff. There's no way I'm going to sit in a crowd right now without any kind of vaccine or any kind of cure or treatment for covid um so i i think it's stupid just keep running your empty shows the shows have gotten better like sadly we're used to it by now so it doesn't look as odd like don't force this don't i don't know man unless they're gonna start renting out football stadiums i mean that's i think i feel like that's that's the only thing to do like i feel if you're gonna be bringing people in you need to do open venues you need to have the air circulation you can't be holding people in. Um, yeah, I, I, it, because if you go into big arenas, it's going to look it's gonna look stupid as hell. If you go into big arenas and you're limiting people and you're spacing them out, it's going to look dumb as hell. 
it's going to look as stupid as the first two episodes of of Raw and SmackDown did at Performance Center. Um, keep it going. Just keep going what you're doing, especially the fact that you're, you're, you have cases going up, not just in the nation and in, in the world, but in your in, in your organization. The fact you have you have cases popping up, <clears throat> uh, multiple cases in oh, your Kayla company. Braxton. She didn't call it twice. Kayla Braxton, Renee Young has it. Uh, and like, we're not outing anybody. Like these are cases that have been. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's, people there's, said, there's these people thing. have said they have it. There's a, there's an in ring performer for WWE on the main roster that has it somewhere. They won't release the name, but they have said that an in ring talent has it. So at this point, it's like, why are you even still doing it? Like, let's be honest. At this point, if you have in ring talent having it, and they're coming in contact the locker room or anything like that, like, come on, guys, scrap it for two weeks or three weeks. Let that shit play and just fucking try to get over it. If you, you just keep going and just remove the case, it's still going to be lingering around. John Moxley hasn't got pulled from John Moxley and QT Marshall both got pulled from AEW the last week and going to be gone for the next couple of weeks because of it. Um, Think about Moxley, that. Though. QT Moxley Marshall is, is the is the trainer at the Nightmare Factory where all of their like Anna Jay and Danny Jordan and all the all the people that are on the bottom tier of AEW either trying to get signed or they have gotten signed, but they come out there and get squashed on a weekly basis. All those people are in QT Marshall's training facility, along with Cody, the Nightmare Factory here in Norcross, Georgia. Like, think about that. How many people have come in contact with him? Well, I'm not singling he, out he AEW either. He doesn't have it. He's just been in contact with somebody who does. Right. Same with Moxley. Like, obviously, Renee Young's his wife. She has it. I guess he's been tested. He's, like, tested, like, every day, to you know, and he's isolated in the house. But it was kind of like, hey, stay home. Don't come in. And, hey, I'm staying home with my wife kind of thing. And it's even like he's – I saw a thing that said, like, he doesn't even – he didn't even go to a hotel because – and he doesn't want it because he doesn't want to, you know, if he does end up having it, he doesn't want to expose himself or it to like the employees of a hotel. So he's like, I'm just gonna keep my ass home. I'll stay on a different side of the house. I'm tested like a lot, and when and I need to come back, when she's done, if I'm still testing good, then I'll come back. Uh, but he's supposed to be fighting Brian Cage at Fighter Fest over the next two weeks. So who knows how that's gonna go? But you have all these cases. You have talent being exposed to it or near it. Uh, it's just it's at that the point that here comes wave number two, and this one's going to be more serious because now more people are going to get it. Um, it might be time to start looking at do we postpone our shows and our tapings because of this? A wrestling off season. WWE could easily, and this is post COVID, obviously. After WrestleMania, after the Raw, after Mania, and the SmackDown after Mania. What if WWE took like two months off every year after that? Because right now, right now, uh, not to get too deep into it, because we got to speed towards a, a finish here. Why is football so much better than baseball, basketball, hockey, and all that? They only play 16 games. They're not there every week. Every game counts. Every game matters. Baseball is about to do a 60-game season. This is probably going to be the most intriguing year of baseball since I've been alive because there's not 162 games 
where, you know, fucking Wednesday at one o'clock, the Braves and the Brewers are playing and it really doesn't matter if they lose. Like every game's going to count now. If WWE eliminated or wrestling in general, every promotion eliminated two months of their programming. I don't know. I think it would be better for the wrestlers. I think it would be better for the fans. We would want it more if it was gone off TV for two months. Um, I don't, I've never been a fan of the off season for wrestling, but the more I think about it now, like it would do some good right now. I mean, when you look at TV shows, they're, they're, they're a TV show and every other show that's on has, with the exception of like daytime, like soap operas or something like that. Every show has an off season. Every show goes, has a season finale and a fall premiere and they come back or they go away for a couple months and they come back with their shows. Um, I think it benefits the industry. I think with everything going on right now, I think it absolutely benefits them to take some time off. There's a, you know, it may not be so much for the younger companies, but like WWE, they have enough back catalog to where they don't need to be on TV. They have enough. Uh, they that's easy at time. Hey, you know what? We have these other shows called Total Divas and Total Bellas and Miz and Morris or whatever that show is called. Uh, Miz and Misses. We can easily fill that block of time for the two months with those episodes. No, they could do even better than that. I went down a rabbit hole of the rock and stone cold just this morning. I went down a rabbit hole of like Mickey James matches this morning. Like you could do spotlights on wrestlers that you're about to push. When you come back, you got that huge catalog, that huge library. You can make these people look like a million bucks. If you wanted to, before you come back with uh behind the scenes stuff with, interviews about you know their favorite matches and stuff like that original programming that we've never seen you can look what fs1's doing with their wwe content wrestlemania match here royal rumble match here um these lost matches from here on this they can easily do stuff like that absolutely there's no reason they they can't hey yeah the rock's not coming into a, a live event but guess what we have the rock showing up for an interview and, and gonna do an episode an hour-long episode about his favorite feuds or his favorite matches he's ever had or his favorite competitors. Um, Stone Cold is going to do an interview with The Rock, and the two of them are going to talk about their feud and their matches, and they're going to talk about the three WrestleMania matches. Guess what? You had me tied in for three hours. Just done. Before we get out of here, let's talk about Tessa Blanchard. TNA Impact or Impact Wrestling's world heavyweight champion, the first female world heavyweight champion in the company's history, fired. Rumor has it that she refused to turn in promos building to their match at Slammiversary coming up. Uh, she went and stayed with her fiance in Tijuana and now can't get back into the country or won't come back into the country because I, I don't know what the COVID laws are, but I know people from outside the country are still coming back. Right. And correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't she a U.S. citizen? So doesn't that like completely null and void the whole I can't get back into the country excuse? So. During the Mae Young Classic a couple years ago, the first one, Tessa Blanchett was one of the huge female wrestling names about she might be the best women's wrestler in the world, and WWE elected not to sign her. Rumor had it it was because of her attitude. She came on radio shows and podcasts and said at the time her attitude was awful. Is this two questions? Is her attitude coming back to where she's just not giving a fuck because she, she thinks her shit doesn't stink? And the second question would AEW or NX or uh, WWE touch her with not only 
her attitude, but the controversy that happened back in January also, and her not giving a fuck apology about it. Um, I don't think WWE wants anything to do with her at all. I don't think that if they're going to let people go for the way they are with people and their attitudes and stuff like that, then I, I think signing Tessa Blanchard would be the wrong move. Um, AEW, I can see them reaching out to her. Um, I don't know if they would want to, but the fact that Tolly's there, maybe that's a, a way in to bring her in. Like, hey, Tolly, like, if we're going to bring her in, you're going to be held responsible for her. And if she does get out of line, then your ass is gone too. That's a good point. I never even thought about the Tully factor. How I don't know how. And they got the same last name. <laughs> but what if Tully's like, man, y'all don't want this problem. Then then she's done. Like there's nowhere she's gonna go. Ring of Honor ain't gonna sign her ass. Well, well you know what? Ring of Honor might sign her. They have no one else there, but they have no women's title. So there's nothing for her to go for unless she's gonna go for the men's titles. Um but I don't think Tessa does well in Ring of Honor either. One of the best women's wrestlers in the world got fired as that company's world champion, a company that's nowhere near on the level of AEW, NXT, or WWE, and they fired their world champion, sitting world champion, whose contract ran out at the end of this month. They didn't even let her finish her contract. That tells you all you need to know about Tessa Blank. Well, so to kind of go with that, actually, her... Her contract's already expired. No, it expires June thirtieth. Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah, they were trying to work. Oh, that's right. anniversary is in is July. That's right. Never mind. Right. My mistake. They were trying to work out a deal and just get her to promote. Just promote the match. Like we'll work out a date deal after that, but just promote the match. And she refused. But you see her on fucking Instagram with Selena De La Renta and all that, so you know she's got signal. <laughs> right. You know she could post a video if she wants to. And she refused as the world champion of that company. Well, and she then refused. the fact that like anniversary is after her contract expires, but they're not going to do work. She's not working with them to work on a contract to be a anniversary. Right. Like, so, okay. So you want to just like not show back up and defend your title and just leave the company with your title. Calm down, Alundra. Calm down. Or Bret Hart. Or Bret Hart. That's right there. Yep. Uh, so that's that's pretty much all we got for wrestling this week, Marty. Uh, we got Fighter Fest coming up this week. The Great American Bash coming up. Which one are you more excited for? Well, considering that we've only seen one match listed for for Amer- Great American Bash, probably more excited for Fighter Fest. Considering we have almost but that one match is a motherfucker. True, but we got. I think we got some good matches showing up on um, Fighter Fest. So I think I'm a little more intrigued with Fighter Fest at the moment than. I think we could end up seeing like maybe one of the greatest matches that ever happened with EO and Sasha. But I mean, as, as far as the whole and the event as a whole, um, I'm, I obviously fighter fest has got more intrigue to it and more to it than a one match. Who's Cody wrestling at fighter fest. Is that swagger? Um, when night one is, is swagger. Yeah. I'm just not excited about that at all. Um, Oh, but you know what? I didn't. I didn't, we didn't even mention. It. I wrote. I, I sent it to you earlier, and I forgot to even write down wrestler of the week. Our uh, Santana guess Garrett wrestler of the week. It's two weeks in a row we forgot about it. Uh, yeah, we got. Well, last week we didn't really have anything. Last week was just like there yeah, was just so much bullshit going Tata on. Tata was week. in here ruining stuff, talking about fucking Brooke Hogan and and uh, what's that asshole's name? Paul Wall about how good that song was. Tata was fucking hilarious last week on here. I listened back, and she had me. The fact that she took notes 
and like went from she started watching the rock and hogan and somehow ended up watching fucking hogan knows best the entire season <laughs> just like the sheer comedy of that i told her i was like good lord I, I had no clue you were that funny but anyway wrestler of the week main event nxt north american championship three-way match winner takes on adam cole for winner takes all the North American Championship and the NXT Championship. It was Gargano versus Balor versus Keith Lee, and Keith Lee beat that ass. Um, I, I'm I, Keith Lee's already. I think he's a a star already, uh, but he looked it with Gargano and Finn Balor this week. Um, kept his title. Now he's gonna go and face Adam Cole. He could easily. I don't. I'm. You know what? I hate saying it because, but like. He can easily be uh, a multi champion, and that's what there's going to be multi champions. It's either going to be Cole or Keith Lee. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I think it's, I think Keith Lee this is Keith Lee's moment. I, he he looked fantastic this week. This is a Keith Lee champ. I think he's so he's our wrestler of the week this week. Um, but since I just brought it up, what I mean, just quick, dude, what's your thoughts on on everybody being multi champ belt champions? Like seriously, we got Bailey. We're gonna we have Naito. We're gonna have. Uh, Keith Lee or Adam Cole, one of them are going to be a multi, and this is a DQ in this match. Uh, both one of them is is expected to be a two bout champion, also. Well, it goes back to the trendsetter, the man. You know, once they got Becky two belts in there, everybody just wants to be a multi time champion. I mean, it's happened. Obviously, it's happened before she did it, but she did it at Mania, and now everybody's doing it. I'll tell you what, if I could predict what's going to happen with Keith Lee and Adam Cole, I would have Keith Lee win and I would have Karrion Cross still go destroy Adam Cole and be like, it wasn't about the title. Like, I just wanted to beat your ass. And then further the storyline of Karrion Cross coming after Keith Lee instead of him just coming in, winning the title off the bat. Because Keith Lee and Karrion Cross is going to be money whenever it happens. So you have Keith Lee beat Cole, maybe him have like a three-month title reign and then have him and Cross at a big pay-per-view down the line for the world title. Sounds solid to me. Uh, Marty, you got any shout-outs before we get out of here? Um, can you hear me? Yep. Um, you know, I, I got one um, just because I, I do another show um, uh, with Malice, um, All Things Nerd Podcast. just want to give them a shout-out just because they have me on and they allow me to, you know, Shout out Boot to the Face every week, and they're supporting us, and they know what we're doing here. Um, it just it's another platform for us to get our name out and re- reach out to other places. And the fact that you know I am a, a regular cast member on there, uh, but where everyone else, when everyone just shouts out their personal handles, Twitch names, stuff like that, you know they let me be so we have another platform to get our name out there. Uh, so it's just much appreciated. I know some of them still listen to us um, and, and follow what we do. Um, so I just want to give that out. And those who uh, – I think you might – I don't know if – I didn't I didn't see everyone, but I knew people that, that already reached out to What a Maneuver and grab our merchandise. Um, so that's much appreciated. I don't have the names in front of me. Um, but if you have reached out to What a Maneuver and, and ordered some merchandise for Boots to the Face, I can't tell you how much that's appreciated, your support, uh, and continuous loyalty to our show. It's fantastic. I love it. Thank you very much. That's that's the least I can say. Um and I can never really truly explain or or show how pretty much appreciated I am of all that you guys do um, for our show 
and for us. And I will go ahead and give, uh, you know, talk of mania, doing a favor, like the whole regular cast, uh, Robert Custis, Petopolis. I was on Chaos Theories podcast. We recorded it yesterday. I think it came out this morning. So check that out. Chaos Theory with Mike Farrell, who's a U.S. Army vet, fought for our country. Um, even though he's an Eagles fan, we still, we still, you know, support. I, I- I love the fact that you're on episode five and he calls it the Donald McMahon. Yeah, he didn't tell me that either while we were doing it. Like that was announced afterwards. And I really don't know how I feel about it. I was I like, like, I'm like, what the hell? I was like, dude, now you're going to, you're going to take our name in. You're going to take our name in from us or episodes like that. And that's all you were on. I'm like, never mind. Not, not you know, you know good. when he, I'm good with that. you know, when he said episode five, I was thinking, Oh, the Booker T episode. Hell yeah. And he went and put Donovan McNabb. So I'm I'm not happy about that. Go listen to it anyway. I mean, it, we talked we talked about the state of pro wrestling right now. We talked about racism in America. We talked about his match of the week was The Rock versus Triple H at SummerSlam. Uh, it was a yeah. It was a it was a it was a long interview. Like we it wasn't really an interview. We were just sitting there shooting the shit. So go check that out. Chaos Theory Pod. Uh, Later on this week on Talkamania, Trivamania is coming out. You'll find out who won. We haven't did any of that. No spoilers. Um, and like Marty said, man, for the people that went out and bought our shirts already, and if you give us an hour to an hour and a half of your time every week with all the wrestling content that's out there, we appreciate the shit out of it. We say we're the greatest podcast ever as kind of a joke, but I really do believe it. So tell your friends about it. Go give us a rating on iTunes. Subscribe. Follow, retweet, the whole nine. All that shit is free. You want to support us? All that stuff that I just mentioned besides the t-shirts is free. So do that for us. And who knows? Maybe I'll come drink some whiskey with you when the world opens back up again. But for now, I'm going to play golf. Marty's going to work. We're going into episode 94 next week. Six away from 100. This has been Boot to the Face, episode 93. Chris Rucker, Marty Vasquez. Peace. Later.